Welcome to the Allegrativity Powercast with Allegra Sinclair. Get ready to punch fear in the throat, show up, and tell your story. Allegra Sinclair is here to help you become the powerful woman you are meant to be. It's finally time to get unstuck and reveal how fabulous you are. And it's time for your host, Allegra Sinclair. Hey, this is Allegra. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. I want to talk today about perfectionism because I want to help all of us banish perfectionism because once you do that, then you can build an imperfect empire. See, perfectionists try to be perfect, hello, hence the term perfectionist, at everything that they do. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Many people who are perfectionists excel in their fields. However, that doesn't mean that this particular personality trait doesn't have its downside. So when a minor setback feels like a major personal failure, that's when you can understand that perfectionism has become a burden and is no longer serving you. See, perfectionists hold themselves or others to standards that deep down they know are unrealistic. If your pursuit of perfection interferes with your ability to form or maintain relationships, start businesses, enjoy life, there are steps you can take to break free and banish perfectionism. So let's look for just a moment. Now, there's perfectionism and there's aspiring to greatness. So if you have been listening to the podcast for any amount of time, you know, I would never encourage you to be mediocre. I would never encourage you to aim low. Right. There's no work of art, though, in any museum that's perfect. There's never been a song that's been written that was perfect. Every piece of art, every famous painting has lots of blemishes that perhaps only a trained eye can spot. The Mona Lisa. I think we can all agree it's a great work of art. But if you look at it, if you really look at it with a trained eye, say you looked at it under a microscope. I don't know why you do that, but just walk with me you will find that that painting is made up of over 40 layers of paint. Now, had da Vinci gone much farther than 40 coats, he could easily have lost the detail, the subtlety of human expression that his paintings are known for. See, perfectionists tend to hyper-focus on the tiniest flaws. If you focus on the things that you're unable to do perfectly, you may end up doing nothing at all. In fact, hyper-focusing on the tiny flaws will probably lead you to procrastinate so much that your final product will be subpar. Do you see how perfectionism can become a self-fulfilling prophecy? See, if I tell myself I can't do something unless it can be perfect, then I won't get it done because it will never be perfect. So acknowledge that perfection's unattainable and as- instead aspire to greatness. That's an awesome goal and an awesome pursuit. So here are some strategies to help you overcome an obsession with being perfect. When you're thinking about trying to accomplish something, break it down. I'm always talking about bite-sized chunks. Instead of envisioning your project as a perfect, already complete whole thing, a whole entity, view it instead as a series of very well-designed, very well-executed interlocking puzzle pieces. See, if you think about and focus on completing each step, you'll find that the entire process goes smoother and you'll enjoy it more. You can stop worrying about the outcome and instead focus on one task at a time and then focus on the next task and then the next task. 
You know those steps in Philadelphia? I think it's in front of their art museum that Rocky runs up in that movie. Well, if I just stood at the bottom of those steps and thought, okay, I'm not climbing these steps until I can climb them perfectly, whatever perfect step climbing might be. I can't even move. I can't even go up them, right? But I can climb that flight of stairs by putting one foot in front of the other and focusing on each step. See, if I'm looking up to the top of the stairs, I don't expect an immediate victory. I don't expect to take one step and suddenly be at the top dancing around like Rocky. But by keeping my mind focused on the first step on that task at hand, I create forward momentum. Also, I have less time to scrutinize all the steps that I have to climb because I'm so immersed in trying to figure out how I'm going to get up to this, (laughs) how I'm going to climb this first particular step or the second step. Now, if you find yourself stressing out over individual steps of a project, break the task down even smaller. You're in charge. Is your movie? Is your circus? You decide how big your chunks are going to be. And if a chunk is stressing you, break that chunk into a smaller chunk. So then you can complete the next action without rushing. If you take it step by step, you can chip away at any large project without agonizing over whether each aspect is perfect. One other tactic you can use for getting over perfectionism is to give yourself a break. I think I said it last week on Twitter. If you're not following me on Twitter, you kind of should. It's fun out there. But um, I said that if you treated your friends the way you treat yourself, you probably wouldn't have very many friends. So I'd like you to start treating your friends. Well, if you're already treating your friends well, great. Continue to do that. Investing in others and relationships is awesome. But I want you to start treating yourself like your best friend. And I want you to give yourself a break. So if you find yourself imposing your perfectionism on others, just stop and ask why. It's helpful to realize that other people aren't required to live by your standards. They really aren't. They don't have to live by your standards to stay in your universe. They don't have to live by your standards, period. Even if they live in your house, even if they work for you, even if you're married to them, they are not required to live up to your standards. Everybody gets to set those for themselves. So the more opportu- the more room you give other people to be themselves, the easier you can be on yourself, right? The more we practice a behavior, the more we flex a muscle, the better we get at using it. So as you practice giving others a break, you're going to naturally get better at giving yourself a break because everybody brings different I always talk about food. Some use something else. Everyone use, everybody brings different tools to the project. Everybody has different skills and talents. So if you keep in mind that your friends, family, loved ones, your circle can do many things better than you can, it shouldn't fill you with fear. Instead, it frees you up to think it's likely that you excel in areas that they might struggle with. So if you ask your friends to perform at your level in a skill where they lack confidence or training, They might feel controlled. But if you enable them to perform at their level in skills where they excel, then their confidence soars. And so does yours. Don't you feel good when somebody in your circle succeeds and does well? It makes you look good, right? You're hanging out with rock stars who are doing good stuff. doesn't make you less shiny. It makes all of you shinier. So remember that our imperfections are what make us human. Then think in grades, think in stages, think in levels. So a powerful technique that I use in order to help banish perfectionism is that I always try to think of my life in shades, right? So what do I mean by that? Gray is not black. And one point on a scale below 100% is not zero. 
You with me still? See, things don't have to be black and white. At the end of the day, only I know how much work I put into a project. So I can be my own authority. I can grade myself and I congratulate myself on my effort. And because I may not have done something at 100%, that doesn't mean that my efforts were wasted. And it also doesn't mean that I failed, right? 98% is still mighty good. It's not 100%. Okay, yeah, I get that. But it's still really, really good. So all or nothing thinking isn't productive, It hems you in and it doesn't allow for creativity or additional possibilities. It's just on or off, yes or no. My reality isn't that way. My reality isn't X's and O's. My reality is not black or white. I have gray, peach, salmon, (laughs) yellow, chartreuse. I have lots of colors, right? So while I love playing with computers and working on computers, I recognize that computers lack the ability to feel. And I want to feel a lot. So I often find that I learn and grow most as a result of my missteps. So my reality definitely isn't an all or nothing proposition. And some of the missteps and mistakes that I have made have resulted in things I know I wouldn't have experienced if I had been perfect the first time around. And you know, I can't talk about banishing perfectionism without talking about the use of humor, because nothing diffuses my overstressed perfectionist nature like laughter. The ability to laugh at yourself and to see beyond your single viewpoint are magic. If you can find humor in your failure, talked about that last week. If you can find humor in your failure, then you can analyze it objectively and learn from it. See, while you're still spinning and you're wrapped up in everything that you think your failure says about you, which is likely not true, You can't get the distance you need to actually look at what may have happened in that situation. So life isn't perfect and neither are you. I didn't warn you up front that it was a big girl panties episode, but I'm just going to go ahead and speak that truth again. Life isn't perfect and neither are you. So give yourself permission to let go of trying to be a perfectionist. You can build an imperfect empire and the universe can handle an imperfect empire. In fact, If you get to work building your imperfect empire and improve it as you go, you will have an impact immediately. If you wait until you can build a perfect empire, it may never be built. So I would love for you to take action today and do one thing today to release yourself from the, I was going to say the horrors, to release yourself from the pressures of unrealistic expectations. And think about a way that you can create a measurable change in your life simply by giving yourself room to see the other colors, to see the 98% instead of the 100. I think you'll be happy that you did. Thanks for stopping by. I'll see you next time. Now you've been given permission to be more powerful and influence more people. If you've enjoyed this episode, please head over to AllegraSinclair.com slash iTunes and leave a review. It will help Allegra get the message out to more women that they can punch fear in the throat, show up, and tell their stories. We'll see you next time on the Allegrativity Powercast with Allegra Sinclair.